Hey there, this is Clay with ModernLove.Life, where we help you get the great loving relationship that you're looking for without having to play mind games, without having to play hard to get, and without having to pretend to be someone or something that you are not. Because I believe that you deserve to be loved for the person that you are. And if you agree with me, do me a favor by giving this video a thumbs up and by subscribing to this channel if you're not already subscribed. Um, also, if you want to get a little bit more help or guidance with your relationship, please make sure that you're on our newsletter. You can sign up for that over at relationshipinnergame.com. I send out advice and tips and things of that nature that will probably help you to make some progress with your relationship wherever you're at. So just make sure that you're on that newsletter if you're not. Um, so today we're talking about the idea of your ex playing mind games with you. Why would they do this? What's going on? What should you do about it? So on and so forth. And I want to um, first start by saying that there's really two possible things that could be going on here. Number one is that your ex could actually be playing mind games with you. Um, you know, you were obviously in a relationship with your ex for some period of time. You got a taste of their personality, probably a big heaping uh, serving of their personality. So you probably know if they are the type of person who has the capacity to play mind games with you. If they're the kind of person that would, you know, be okay with jerking you around emotionally or doing things just to get an emotional response out of you or something of that nature. And if you believe that your ex is genuinely playing mind games with you, and I'll give you another alternative in a moment here, but if you believe that they're genuinely playing mind games with you, then what you need to do is you need to start by looking back at your own standards. Is this the kind of person that you want to be in a relationship with? Do you want to be in a relationship with somebody who you believe is intentionally playing mind games with you, who is intentionally manipulating you, who is intentionally, um, you know, doing things with your feelings and with your emotions. Now, I don't think that most people would want that. It's my hope that you wouldn't want that for yourself. But ultimately, we have to make our own choices in the relationships that we have. Um, and if that's something that you want, then okay, fine. But um, you have to look at your standards. You have to look at the standards that you're setting for the people that you bring into your life, for the people that you choose to have relationships with, for the people that you want to have relationships with. And if you genuinely believe that your ex is playing games with you, um, you may have to make some hard choices and say, you know what? I'm not interested in having a relationship with somebody who plays games. Therefore, this might not be the right person for me. And then you need to go and do something else entirely. And um, that's totally fine. That's totally acceptable. Um, which brings us to the other possibility. And this is that your ex is just genuinely confused. Now this makes up the vast majority of the people who initially come and say, hey, my ex is playing mind games with me. My ex is uh, you know, jerking me around, my ex is using me emotionally, and so on and so forth. Generally speaking, most people's exes are not playing games, at least intentionally. They are just genuinely confused. They genuinely do not know what they want. They genuinely do not enjoy 
um, the, the thought that, that uh, they might be, just a minute, there's a, okay, there we go. I'm getting notifications popping up on my phone here, so I'm trying to clear it so I have a good view of the comment section here. But um, genuinely, your ex is probably not playing mind games with you. Generally speaking, your ex is probably just confused. In the vast, vast majority of cases, your ex probably isn't playing mind games with you intentionally. They're probably just confused and trying to do the best that they can to act in congruence with their feelings and their own values. And this can be difficult for them because those feelings could be shifting and changing from moment to moment. Um, especially if they're at uh, one of the five stages of getting back together called riding the dragon. If you are unfamiliar with the five stages that your ex goes through, um, I highly recommend you check that out. I will put a video card off to that video in the um, recording of this once I'm done with the live video, but definitely check that out. Um, that'll give you probably a lot better of an understanding about what your ex could be going through on an emotional level. But if they are in that riding the dragon area or, you know, maybe to one side or the other of it, um, they definitely could be experiencing a lot of confusion about how the two of you are going to fit into each other's lives and how the two of you are going to interact with one another. And in that regard, they may not be intentionally playing games with you, but they might just be giving you hot and cold behavior. They might really warm up to you in one moment and then pull back the next moment only to repeat the cycle over and over again. And I know that this is incredibly frustrating for you, and I know that you don't like that they're doing this. And I can tell you that they probably don't like the fact that they're doing this either. They don't like the fact that they're sending you these mixed messages. They don't like the fact that they're um, coming on strong one day, then pulling back the next day, and getting stuck in this back and forth cycle. That's probably not the kind of person that they want to be. In fact, that's one of the reasons why oftentimes people's exes are more reserved when it comes to how they interact with you. It's not because they don't necessarily like you, it's because they don't want to think of themselves as the kind of person that's going to jerk you around like that. And so if that's the case, um, it means that your ex is confused. And if your ex is confused, the best thing that you can do is to respond to them with empathy and with compassion. And as you do this, you can start to cut through that confusion and start to form an actual emotional connection with them. And once your ex starts to realize that the two of you are actually on the same team, and that they don't have to look at you as an enemy and that you don't have to look at them as an enemy and that you don't have to like try and do mental chess moves against one another or anything like that. That's when the emotional connection can really start to get growing much more uh, stronger and that's when it can really start to take the two of you closer together. Now with that being said, there is often a dynamic where your ex may be unaware that they may be doing something like this or they may be just caught in some sort of unconscious pattern where they get close to you. Maybe they, you know, accidentally sabotage it somehow, pull back, um, and the cycle just kind of repeats over and over and over again. And in situations like that, it's really best to just call out directly what's happening. Hey, it seems like whenever we start to get close, um, you know, whatever happens, happens, and we end up having to start over again. Is that something that you think might be going on? 
Um, can we talk about that? Things of that nature. You can have these conversations that cut directly to what is actually going on. But in order to do that, you have to really get clear on what's actually going on and not fill in reality of what's actually going on with all sorts of stories and meanings and exaggerations and things of that nature because that's just going to drive a wedge between you and your ex if you are trying to um, dr uh, create a stronger emotional connection between the two of you. So anyway, that's really why your ex might be or might seem like they're playing mind games is number one, if they are playing mind games, you probably know because you have had the fortunate experience of uh, being with them, of seeing their uh, personality, of knowing if they're like this petty kind of person that's gonna keep score, that's gonna try to exact vengeance on somebody, maybe you in this case. Um, and if that's the case, time to do some soul searching and see, hey, is this the kind of person that I want to have a relationship with? If they, on the other hand, they're in the vast majority of people who aren't intentionally trying to play my games, but they're just confused. The best way to build that connection is to have compassion, have understanding, but also be willing to call out what's actually happening in the moment so that the two of you can come together and actually find something that works as opposed to this dynamic that's causing you to build resentment towards them, hurt feelings to grow, and confusion, and um, you know, basically just not seeing each other as being on the same side. So once again, I hope this has helped you out. If you like what we're doing here, please do me a favor by giving this video a thumbs up. It does help the channel. Um, the more you know engagements there are in a video, the more the YouTube algorithm will pick it up and say, hey, a lot of people are interacting with this video. Maybe we should show it to more people. And of course, that helps us out as well too. Um, and of course, subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And hit that bell icon next to the subscribe button so that you can get notified next time we go live. Uh, and of course, if you're not already on our newsletter, be sure to sign up for that over at relationshipinnergame.com. Anyway, with that being said, let's go to the Q&A in this video. Okay, so let's see. Um, I was chatting with some folks before we went live here, so I'm going to skip over those. Um, let's see. I catch myself driving by sometimes, and she's uh, starting, and she's starting, I guess, staring, then turns away when notice, and I don't, um, like I don't exist. She also tells everyone that I'm disgusting and I'm trash. Help. Okay, so um, what's, what's going on is oftentimes your ex will create let's just kind of, let's back up for a second. So in order to justify breaking up with you, Okay, I have to back up a little bit further than that. Okay, so nobody wants to think of themselves as the kind of person who intentionally hurts other people. And so what your ex has to do in order to justify how they hurt you with uh, breaking up with you and all of that is they have to create an understanding of you in their mind as somebody worth breaking up with. Now, maybe you rightfully deserve that. Maybe you did some terrible things like cheating on them or uh, betraying their trust in some way or, you know, doing things that were genuinely quite hurtful. But other times your ex may have to exaggerate things by deleting things that happened, deleting good things that happened, leaving only the bad things there, distorting the truth by exaggerating the bad things, downplaying the good things, or uh, generalizing, such as taking maybe one instance where you 
you know, weren't at your best and saying you're always like this or one instance where you, you know, failed to live up to expectations and say you never do this. And so what happens is your ex has this sort of image of you in their mind that's worth breaking up with. And that image could be very disconnected from the version of you that you actually are, especially if you're putting in the change and effort to really demonstrate to your ex that they're not walking back into the same dysfunctional relationship that they walked out of in the first place. Um, your ex is going to have this clash between the two of you. And so if your ex is telling people that you're trash or disgusting or, or, or something like that, they're really talking about the version of you that they hold in their mind that they're using to justify breaking up with you. And so it's, it's important to realize that there's a difference between these two and that your ex isn't necessarily talking about you. The truth is, is that although it still is going to hurt a lot when your ex is saying, hey, you know, so-and-so is no good, so-and-so is trash, so-and-so is disgusting. Um, obviously, that's not the whole story. Otherwise, they wouldn't have gotten together in a relationship with you, right? Only a truly masochistic person would voluntarily get into a relationship with somebody that they thought was disgusting or trash or, you know, a jerk or whatever. And so, your ex is saying this, not because it's how they genuinely feel, but they're trying to reaffirm to themselves in their own mind that they made the right choice by breaking up with you, by, by really insulting and downplaying and um, putting in a poor light the version of you that they believe that you are, the version of you that they have to tell themselves that you are in order to justify why they hurt somebody else. And so what you do in this case is you have to continue to show up as someone other than that person that they think you are. You have to continue to show up and interact with them as a person that um, is worthy of being in a relationship, as somebody who is, you know, maybe not trash or disgusting, but as somebody who is um, a great potential partner, a great boyfriend or girlfriend, somebody who is going to inspire trust, somebody who does the right thing, somebody who's honest, somebody who has integrity, somebody who uh, stops to consider another person's point of view and builds that emotional connection, things of that nature. And what's going to happen is as you move forward and continue to show up as that, um, let's just say, more desirable version of yourself, um, your ex is going to start to doubt this negative image of you that they created. And they're going to start to be like, which one is, which one is, should I put my trust in? Which one do I believe? And you may experience things such as a positive pullback, such as hot and cold behavior, so on and so forth. That's a topic for another time. Um, but uh, eventually, if you continue to do this with consistency, the version of you that, you, that let's just call it the negative version of you, will start to lose control, lose uh, dominance in your ex's mind, and the positive version of you will start to replace that and grow stronger with each positive interaction that the two of you have. And that's really what you want to do in situations like that. So um, I hope that helped you out. Let's get back to the chat section, see what folks are talking about. Um, let's see, this is a continuation of some topics we were having before. Um, Hey Clay, my ex and I uh, agreed to remain friends and we broke a boundary recently and she told me she wants to implement a don't ask, don't tell policy pertaining to hookups. What does this mean? Help. Okay, so um, I don't know what this boundary was that you and your ex 
had their Kelsey. But um, it basically, I mean, I, I don't know if it was like you telling your ex that you slept with somebody else or they told you that they slept with somebody else. I mean, like, I don't know. Um, but it sounds like they don't want to know um, if you're sleeping with anybody because maybe that's too upsetting for them, maybe it's too disturbing for them, or they don't want to have to tell you if they're sleeping with anybody because they know that it's going to be upsetting or disturbing to you. And again, like I said before, they don't want to think of themselves as the kind of person that's going to hurt somebody else, that's going to cause pain to somebody else. And so that's really what I think is going on is that there's a sort, so I mean like it, let's just kind of dial this back like a lot here. Um, basically, if you want to get back together with your ex, you want the emotional connection between you and them to be as tight as possible, to where the two of you are on the same page, to where the two of you are connected, to where the two of you have each other's back, to where the two of you have the same values and want the same things in life. And the greater that disconnect is, the more that's going to show up as conflict, as disagreements, as weird stuff like what you're describing here, Kelsey. And so what it's showing me is that the, the rift between you and your ex is actually, um, actually I can't say how wide or narrow it might be, but it's not as tight as it could be. And so what I think could be really beneficial is for you and your ex to try to get on the same page, try to come to some sort of understanding uh, between one another where you can actually nurture that emotional connection and come to a mutual um, agreement that both of you are, you know, you're not trying to hurt each other, you're just trying to have uh, solid interactions with one another, you're just trying to enjoy each other's company, things of that nature. And once that happens, your ex won't necessarily have to tell you these sorts of things or try to hide things from you or try to avoid learning about things from you or whatever the case may be with your situation. Again, you left it kind of vague, so I don't know the, the specifics of it. But again, you want that connection to be as tight as possible because that is what is eventually going to bring you um, as close together as possible. And you know, if there's the capacity for a relationship there between the two of you, then that's what's going to make that happen is the emotional connection being tight and close knit. Let's see, where else did we leave off here? Okay, there we go. Um, let's see, hello Clay, thank you so much for your time and everything that you do. Well, thank you very much. Uh, thank you very much, Misty. Um, I'm literally just learning about this in the Exolution program as I type this. Wow, well, uh, Gosh, my video, I need to get new contact lenses, guys. Uh, the Dark Horse. <laughs> the Dark Horse. Uh, thanks so much for, for signing up for the ESP course. Uh, that really means a lot. Um, I hope you're getting a lot from it. Um, if, you're in the, if you're in the Facebook group, I'm going to try to get in there later today. If not today, then definitely tomorrow. So if you have any questions or anything like that, um, make sure to post those. Um, where did we leave off? Wow, a lot of comments, a lot more than I thought. I didn't see too many when I was talking, but there's a lot of comments here. Okay, Charlie says, Hi Clay, me and my ex have been getting along better. Um, he has been distant the past couple of weeks, but when questioned about it, he told me that he's busy at work and doing lots of overtime. He's, uh, we still text daily. 
Now today, when I questioned if um, he'd met somebody else, he said if he did, or he said if he did, oh, I, I guess he said if he did, then you should be happy for him. I said that I would be, uh, that I would be happy despite how, how I feel. I, I didn't tell him either way, but told him he wants me as a friend. Okay, not really falling totally there, but um, yeah, I, I, think, I think what's going on here is maybe your ex is just, um, the two of you are having a good connection and, okay, so I, th this really boils down to a couple different things. First of all, do you trust him? Do you believe him when he's saying that he's working a lot and that he's busy? If he, if you do trust him, then fine. Trust him that that is what's going on. If you don't trust him and you think that he's actually dating somebody else, um, you have to first start by asking yourself, okay, is this something that I actually have evidence for, aside from the fact that maybe he's slow to respond or you know seems like he's busy or something like that, or do I actually have objective evidence that would confirm the fact that he is dating somebody else? Such as, oh, hey, there's suddenly all of these new photos on social media of him posing with somebody else. Or there's suddenly some new person that's, you know, liking all of his posts or, or something like that. Um, if that's the case, then cool. But if not, then you have to understand that you are injecting into this, this experience that you're having. You're injecting into it your fears, insecurities, and anxieties based off of nothing entirely. Now, does this mean that he's not dating anybody else? No, he might be. But if you don't have any evidence to support it, then you're really just kind of jumping to conclusions and working yourself up emotionally, potentially over nothing. And so what I'd recommend that you do is that you do your best to try and stay in an impartial middle ground without sending your mind down these thoughts of, oh my goodness, he's dating somebody else. Oh my goodness, I can just feel it right now. He's, he's like, that's why he's ignoring me. Um, and not sending your mind down the other train of thought, which is like, oh, hey, everything's great. Everything's perfect. I don't need to worry about anything. But instead just say, okay, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I can be okay with that. And I can just focus on the interactions that we're having right now and make those the best that they possibly can be. And from there, um, you can actually start to strengthen that emotional connection. And you can actually, you know, at times when the emotional connection is strong, you can ask him, hey, you know, it seems like you're really busy. Is there anything that I should know? Or something like that. And so when that happens, the two of you actually start to get on the same page about things and you don't have to play all of these like, you know, mind games back and forth with one another. Like, what does it mean? Oh, well, maybe I'll just, maybe I'm just having a really tough day. And so I'm just going to say, well, you know, if I was dating someone else, you should be happy for me or, you know, all of this kind of stuff. Um, and so it really just goes down. Once again, it boils down to the emotional connection. Can you build it up? Can you build up that trust? Can you build up that integrity between the two of you? Can you build up that connection? Can you build up that empathy? Can you build up all of that stuff so that you don't have to go filling in the blanks with, uh, fears, insecurities, anxieties, and other meanings without any evidence. Can you build up that trust to the point where you don't have to micro-analyze everything? Because I'm sure you probably don't enjoy doing that. You probably don't enjoy spending all your time trying to read between the lines of everything that he says or does or everything that he posts online or everything that he doesn't post online or all the, you know, 
ellipses that you see in the text messages and in the emails and all that. You probably don't enjoy this. So if you can just get on the same page with one another, then you don't have to play this game of anxiety that I, I see so many people getting stuck on. It's not healthy for you. It's not going to take you where you want to go. And if you don't need to play this game, which you really don't, um, stop playing it and do what you can to say, okay, what do I know is true? And can I suspend any judgment for the time being until I actually have any objective evidence? And in the meantime, can I just focus on building an emotional connection with this other person? So anyway, hope that helps you out, um, Charlie. Where did we leave off? Where did we leave off? Again, guys, I have to tell you this every now and then because I don't know who's, if, if, you, if you know, new people are joining us or not. But, um, um, the, the comment section, I know it looks really nice and orderly on your side, but on my phone, it's just a bunch of these bubbles, these little chat bubbles that show up and then they vanish after a few moments. So I have to bring them back up. And then whenever I bring them back up, it takes me back to the, to the most recent one, not the one that I left, last left off on. So it takes me a while to go through these comments here. Um, I think I may have missed your response to my question. Um, yeah, I, I put it in the, in the chat section. Uh, so you can go ahead and check that out in the chat section. Um, Max says he is divided and keeps bringing up the fact that I don't speak to him after the breakup as his reason for having reservations about getting back together. The period of time was about three, I'm guessing three months. Oh yeah, there, there's the rest of your comment. Three months. Um, it would have only been one month, but I was shown a photo of him and his rebound, and it discouraged me. Um, I dumped him, and we have reconnected, but he keeps holding the period of no communication against me. Do I just overcome this by showing up consistently? Yeah, I mean, that's definitely one aspect of it. You wanna show up consistently to really, you know, instill that degree of trust in how you're bringing yourself to the relationship so that he knows it's not a gimmick, so that he knows it's not just some, you know, trick you learned on the internet or something, but that he gets that it's actually who you are. Um, it sounds like he's still holding on to a lot of pain and hurt regarding the period of no contact that you did previously. So um, you might want to clean that up. I'll go ahead and put a, um, video card up there in the corner for a video that I did last week on getting your ex to forgive you. It will tell you um, some important factors and components and really clearing away any of those hurt emotions that your ex may potentially be holding on to um, after a breakup, after things of that nature. So anyway, um, hope that helps you out. Anyway, guys, we're coming up on about half an hour here, so I'm gonna wrap this up. But if you like what we're doing, please give this video a thumbs up and subscribe to the channel if you're not already. And if you wanna get more advice, tips, and strategies, please make sure that you're on our newsletter over at relationshipinnergame.com. With that being said, I will come at you guys most likely tomorrow. I'm starting to get in the habit of doing these videos every day again, at least every weekday, at least every weekday for me, because I started to change my work schedule so that I'm only working Tuesday through Saturday. Um, so, you know, taking Monday off and, and Sunday. But anyway, uh, this is my Monday, even though it's Tuesday for you guys. But anyway, I'll, long explanation. But basically, I'm going to try to do another video tomorrow. Take care.